0: What's going on? It's your boy JR, aka Deuce Madden, and I'm checking in on the God (laughs) show. You got a
2: new name every time. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? You said that last time. time. Who's Deuce
0: Madden? Me, I said plays up. You'll learn. Uh,
2: Okay, okay. (laughs) I just want y'all to like. Can we just like create a video where you show JR when he starts compared to now? He's like a whole different person. He didn't even look at the camera. Now he's like JR, Deuce Madden, all this shit. But uh, I'm Ray Daniels, aka the culture referee, and we have. Shayna, Shayna, I'm gonna let you, you guys introduce yourself, Shayna. Come on,
1: okay, cool. So, I'm Shayna, uh, Ray's partner here at LYI Agency. I am serving as a COO, so I'm charged with executing Ray's vision, um, on all things music, media, and entertainment.
2: Yeah, Shayna's my partner, so that's why we do the ones with Shay's on. We're the only people that could do it with Shay's on, by the way. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, we're well, we in for a great show, so I don't I, have
1: an AKA though, I didn't come prepared with that. Now, just general. call
2: yourself Shayna, Sha- AKA Saunders.
1: That's it. Brooklyn Shana. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Shayna, I like that. That's
2: it. We here with Brooklyn Shana. West Brooklyn Shana. East, East Brooklyn, York, Brooklyn. East New York. Shana. East New York Shana. Okay, cool. Let's get it.
0: Let's get it. All right. So the first question we have. No, no, no.
2: Here. We got to tell what the show is about. We gotta, we got, yeah. no, okay, so obviously JR's here, but we don't have Tamira. JR just Deuce Madden. Deuce Madden can I call you Deuce Madden? Yeah, Deuce Madden. Madden just jumps into it. But today we're going to talk about the top five CEOs... In hip-hop and also the top five businessmen because those are totally different. A CEO and a businessman is totally different. So now, JR, you can start with the first question. Yeah, but before, <laughs> before
0: y'all give us your top five, we want to know what are the top five criteria or qualities of good CEOs and good businessmen?
2: Um, I would say, for me, the top qualities for a CEO See, to me, CEO says leadership, chief executive officer. That means all the other officers behind them follow. So for me, when I was measuring my list, I was like, when I was thinking CEO, I was thinking like CEO is who you want to be signed to if you're an artist. Like CEO is who you want your career in the hands of, right? That doesn't mean you're a good businessman, though. That just means that, that, just means that artists want to be with you, signed to you, and everything else. So I would say leadership, um, longevity. You know what I'm saying? Because when I looked at my list that I made, I was like, I don't know him. He might be higher. If, he, if he, we gave him five more years of the continued success, he'd definitely be higher on my list. But um, I would say longevity. Uh, um, I, don't, I mean, I w- also, how many people have you made? Like, I feel like when you say you're a CEO, you know, like, I feel like there should be a tree that falls under you. Right, and if under that tree is like, oh, look who fell under me! Look how good they're doing! Look who fell under me! Like, how many other CEOs and bosses did you make if you as a CEO? So, I would say that um, I don't really have a top five, but those three are the ones that I considered when I did my list. Shannon, what you think? Okay. CEOs?
1: I think to piggyback off of that, I think a CEO has to be loyal to their vision. Because um, when you're building a something, it's not going to be a cakewalk every day, right? So there's going to be some different changes you have to go through. So you got to stick with it if you want to actually make impact. Um, and I think a good CEO has impact. They're able to inspire. Um, and that also goes into leadership. So you lead. when people see you leading um, from a place of success, and when I say success, that means they can measure it and point to it. Um, that feeds into, I want to work with you, right? So if you have that influence over people, I think that works. So loyalty, um, you got to be trustworthy.
2: People do want to work with you. Um, if you're not, I don't think you can actually build a successful company. And now y'all see why she's the CEO. She sounds way smarter than I do. <laughs> she sounds way smarter than I do. She, no, she, like, I sound like a nigga that just graduated high school, and she sounds like a college educated uh, uh, on her second degree and shit. I'm over here like, duh, boy, Joe. She sounds so much educated, but let's go.
0: So, so how do those differ from good businessmen?
2: A businessman is about how you took what you had and made money from it. Like, you know, like a CEO is inspiring. A businessman is results only. Like, a businessman might do you dirty in business. You might say it's dirty, but for him, he just did the best deal that worked for him and his stuff, and he made more money than you. You might hate him. (laughs) You don't want him to be. So I did my businessman list. It wasn't about how people felt about him. It was about how they took what they had, And turn it into the end result where they are today. So that's how I looked at it. So I'm, like, super excited because, like, I really sat down. So anybody who listens to the show, I want y'all to know. I usually just get hit off the cusp. But since I knew Shayna was going to be here, it was like, I knew she was going to be doing homework and shit. She probably been working on her list for two hours. (laughs) I got 30. I I probably took, like, seven minutes to focus on mine. But it's a damn good seven minutes. It's a seven, potent seven fucking minutes This <laughs> it's going to be a great list and we're going to have y'all tell us we're gonna, we should actually put up on a page and tell us have people like comment who had the best top five because i'm telling y'all i want to see hers but i'm telling y'all my mine is thought out and i can explain it easily
0: i'm excited you got anything to add to that as far as good businessmen
1: i think the one thing i will say i think great great businessmen don't have a, a financial ceiling so I think when some people set out in business, it's like, I want to make $100 million. I think a good businessman doesn't see it like that. It's like, I'm going to amass wealth and make sure everyone else around me gets wealthy.
2: That's well, right. that, that, see, that's a different definition for me. So that list might be a different mind. That's a different definition. See what I'm saying? That's the best part about it. That's different for me. A businessman makes money. A, a businessman is whose side you want to be on on the business side, the dollars and cents guys. A CEO is whose side, to me, is going to lead you. Like who, like for example... I gave you a great example. All right, say, by the way, we talking about hip-hop. So these guys, we talking about all the hip-hop. Here's the difference between a businessman and a CEO. JR comes in with a song that we think is incredible. And we're like, I think this shit can be like... JR comes in with Empire State of Mind. I'm like, shit, this is going to be a number one song, period, right? Smash, everybody loves it. A CEO is going to be like, get everybody in the room and say, I don't give a fuck what we got to do. We about to blow this goddamn record up. No excuses, whatever. A businessman is going to say, let me see the numbers. How deep is he in the hole? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We put out three records that we thought was the one. This is not it. We, no, we're going to do this. We got to rearrange the deal if JR wants us to put more money into it. That's the, to me, that's the difference between a businessman. The businessman probably comes out better money-wise, but to me, the CEO is more legendary. That's how I made my list. The CEO list is legendary leaders in hip-hop. Legendary uh, curators in hip-hop. The businessman list is just the niggas that knew how to use what they had and get paid.
0: Well, it's time for it. Let's get your top five legendary I want to say ladies first. Don't do okay. ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies mm-hmm. first. Give us your
2: top five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to see her.
1: So my top five CEOs. Where we, go,
2: where we starting, JR? You calling the shot. Where we starting?
0: Top five CEOs in hip-hop history.
1: Okay. Uh, all right, cool. So number five, I'll say Suge Knight. Four, Birdman. Three, uh, Pierre Thomas, they're like on the same line, Coach K, because they run the same company. Yeah.
2: P, QCP. Q, 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 yep.
1: Uh, Russell Simmons. Number two. Dame Dash, number one.
2: I like that list. That's, that's
0: a good nah, list. Nah, she got to expound. I got to hear that. Say, you
2: got to go through that. So, Tell us why you picked this order.
1: Cool. So, Should Knight brought us some of the most legendary uh, West Coast artists, who one of them still has a fucking 20-plus year career going and has been able to brand himself like sitting next to Martha Stewart. So I think that's big. Um, he also has kids' music, and i reference Snoop Dogg if you don't know that, but I hope you do. Um, so, like, we had Tupac from Suge Knight. Uh, I think you might not agree on how Suge Su- Knight
2: did not introduce us to Tupac, though.
1: We got the most commercial success out of Tupac. But he did under not Death introduce Rogue. us to
2: Tupac. He did. Tupac was Tupac first.
1: He went commercial. <laughs> I, to me, he got more commercial and got more successful under the death row umbrella.
2: Absolutely, but he was still, he still had I Get Around. He
1: did. He still
2: had Me Against the World.
1: Very true.
2: He still had, uh, uh, oh fuck, what's the The Thug Life album. He had, like, he was uh, strictly for my niggas. He was still.
1: I think All Eyes on Me? Pac. All Eyes on Me. Yes. Uh, damn, what was the next one? Because I had it on the Machiavelli top of that. the Don. Machiavelli, uh, I feel like he released like 10 albums post-death, under the death row umbrella. Not that Suge had involvement in that, but I'm saying he started a brand that pop released under.
2: <laughs> I would definitely say, I would definitely, I just, Suge gets credit for one artist as a CEO to me. Who's that? Snoop. Why? Dr. Dre was Dr. Dre before... He can't, you said it wasn't like he started Dr. Dre. Am I right or wrong? I'm, I, no, I'm asking. I'm challenging you now. I'm challenging you now. The
1: criteria for CEO was how many successful people did you, did you make or who were able to thrive under you? Dr. Dre thrived under being under death row. No,
2: I agree. I agree. But I'm saying, OK, you know what? i give it to you. So hold on here, listen again. Uh, hold on, Suge so, Knight.
1: It was Suge Knight. It was Birdman. Birdman, why Birdman? Cash money. Uh, he's the reason why I know Lil Wayne. Being honest with you? Of course. Shit, we
2: all the Right, don't know so he
1: gave us Juvenile. Um, they gave us a movie, Baller Blockin', that I think I watched every other day uh, when I was in high school. Super crazy ghetto flick, but it was amazing. Um, who, Hot Boys, we got Young Money from Cash Money. Uh, and I think that they've just put New Orleans on the map in a way that no one else could. What would you say?
2: No limit put... No Limit put New Orleans on the map. Cash Money took it. You know it's true. We are
1: talking about... No, don't step away from the mic. Look at she. Okay. Don't step we're, away from the yeah. mic. But we're talking about... I'm wishing you know I'm saying... Run, I, I, right? I can't, I'm had understand. the longest run.
2: I could... I, I'm going to run through my list. I'm going to run through my list because I I want to counter her. You <laughs> want to run through my list? All right, go ahead. What we said? What we what were talking about top five CEOs top five in CEOs. hip-hop history. Yep. So here's my top five CEOs in hip-hop history from five to one. Number one, I mean... Number five, Yo Gotti. Yeah. Yo Gotti has blossomed into an incredible businessman. He's given us himself. He just gave, he understands what it takes to be a CEO to inspire his artists. Whether it was Moneybag Yo, he signed Glorilla, um, he put on, I remember he had, he had Black Youngster, but he really makes, if you're a young rapper from the South, I feel like you will wanna be with, you should wanna be with Yo Gotti. He should be on your top three list. Okay, but let me run through my list. I'm gonna go through it. Number five is Yo Gotti. Number four is Gucci Mane. Got to give it to Gucci. It's
1: Atlanta ass shit. Right no,
2: there. number three is P. Number two, Baby and Slim. Number one, Damon Dash. Period. Now I'm gonna run through my shit. Yo Gotti, like I said, he is he is from Memphis. Nothing comes out of Memphis. Block Boy JB, Bunny Bag. Big Scar. Anything coming out of Memphis, Yo Gotti has his hands in. Um, 4-2 Doug. Key Glock. Key Glock. No, not Key Glock. Key Glock was with... um, Or not Key uh, Glock. um, um, He was with... um, Paper uh Yeah. Dolph. But, dog, Yo Gotti owns Memphis. Anything coming out of Memphis that's popping, Yo Gotti got it. And Memphis is slept on hip-hop-wise. Memphis is really started the gangster rap that influenced Atlanta. People don't know that shit. But Memphis really is the... you grew up from, in Atlanta, loving, loving music. You grew up listening to Player Fly, Player G. You grew up listening to a baller MJG. That's all Memphis. They put, they put that Southern gangster shit on the map. So Yo Gotti, that's why I got to give it to him. Number four, it goes out saying Gucci. Gucci Man is probably the greatest A&R in hip-hop history. He's introduced, he had the Migos, he had Thug, he had Thug, he had, and not only that, he is a CEO that he did what's right for them. When it was Migos, he gave to the, He was in jail. He gave him to his man. Like, yo, you go pop them off. He did everything right. He discovers talent, and he's just the kind of guy you want to you want to sign to because he doesn't, as a CEO and an artist, he doesn't get in the way. You know, sometimes you sign to a nigga that's all in the videos. Like, nah, he has a real label, real shit he's doing. And I would definitely say Gucci for that. Like, he's an Atlanta legend by far, and I can tell he's not afraid to sign someone to him that's that's going to be bigger than him. Like, didn't, he had um, Pooh Shiesty, right? Yeah, Pooh Shiesty had, yep. Poo had um, Fujiano. Like, dog, he's not afraid of letting somebody sign to him that's bigger than him. He's one of the greatest ARs in hip hop history. Then I'm going to say P. Now, I would have put P above every the tube ahead of him, Baby and Slim, but P hasn't been doing it. long enough right he hasn't he's still in the middle of his run but i also factored in how happy artists are and p you know outside of like a little spat here and there you know with some some niggas he already made rich (laughs) 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 shit he already made rich like nigga hey bruh his artists love him nigga he he brought the culture of starting buying cars for your artists on birthdays and shit like he started that shit like buying niggas cars that on every this nigga was buying 15 goddamn cars a year like the fuck So if I had an artist, I would love to fuck with P because and I feel like if you give him another five years, he'll be number one on this list of the same run. Baby and Slim. I don't don't know nobody. First of all, they the only niggas that owns all of their shit. Has owned their shit from the beginning. Nigga, I don't care. How much bad shit have you heard about Baby over the years? How many times have you been sued? How come that man still on the top? Because that nigga is, he, I had an artist with him. That nigga's like, man, fuck everybody out there talking about, it, baby. We're going to do it like this. And he, and not only that, he takes all his artists to radio. He puts all his energy into his artists. He's not sparing no expense. Same thing with P. He ain't sparing no expense. So for me, I had to give it to him. And then Dame Dash. Dame Dash is probably the most unappreciated nigga in hip-hop history. Like, dog, he, he made niggas want to be CEOs. I don't think nobody made somebody want to be a... I, I'm in the music business because I want to be like him. Am I ashamed? <laughs> like, I think he has Absolutely. a whole lot of people around him right now, a lot of people that's in the music business right now who still admire and look at what he did. But damn, Dash, bro, he made you want to be that nigga. Mm-hmm. He fought for his artists. The first time I ever seen a nigga argue with another nigga about his artist was dang, like on a, on a backstage um, documentary telling Kevin Lyles, man, get the fuck out of here, it was like, dog, he, them Def Jam yeah, like, jackets. fuck them Def Jam, like <laughs> shit, shit that you don't even think about. All of a sudden,
0: this Def Jam jacket with niggas' names on all over the tour. Damn it. That shit is weak, Damn. man. It's you ain't sorry, been doing that. The
2: with the Everybody wants a jacket. If you
1: want to so do something, make a motherfucking online tour jacket. Damn. We don't want this shit. No, we don't want, why do why do I need Beanie Man? And then Memphis, we wear wearing a Def Jam jacket. They don't rock a fella. All of a sudden, they got jackets with their names on and on, on, on our tour. It makes it look like a Def Jam
0: tour.
2: Damn, damn. Wait a second. All right, all right
0: no, look, you're the fellow of the company, right? So that means you're smart.
2: i like, why did that matter? It's, but he was so focused on the brand, the team, and giving everybody around him anything they want. He gave opportunities. Beans didn't sell millions and millions of albums. He made Beans feel bigger. He made Hove look bigger, like you ain't going to treat us like we some little niggas. Dame Dash is, to me, the greatest CEO, inspiring man in hip-hop history by far. I can't even think of nobody who has who's inspired more young CEOs to be what they are than Dame. That's what I would say. Yeah, so I'm so, I got
1: a question. Go ahead. Go ahead now you can challenge me. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Challenge me. No, no, no. Not even a challenge because I think Dame is, is legendary too. It's funny. I pulled up the clip and showed them about uh, backstage before we started. Um, why do you think he doesn't have a CEO title today?
2: I think Damon doesn't have a CEO title today because he was so hard. going. He was too busy going hard for his artists. Like, and then, you know, so you got to look at it like this, right? When you're in that position here and you got to make people see you. That's what the CEO does. Like, yeah, you ain't going to treat JR like he a little nigga around me. Fuck all that. JR, big nigga. Like, that's what he did. He made you see everybody around him as big. Like, everybody, like, dog, Freeway was big, but how many albums did Freeway really drop? I think he only dropped one. But he made you feel like when Cameron left them and came over there, it was like, Cameron running shit, dipset. And all of that, he empowered everybody. Let's not even talk about that, him as the CEO. Like, like nigga, this nigga said, all right, we going to have Rockefeller... Beans, you're gonna have state property. Cam, you're gonna do diplomat um the diplomats. He made niggas around him be CEOs. He made niggas around him be accountable. That's hard, nigga. For a nigga to, dog, he and because he did that, motherfuckers that got the money eventually went around him, snaked him out. And I just think sometimes when you go so blindly for people, you don't look out for yourself. That's true. And he went so blind that he didn't look out for himself. So I would say. That's what happened to Dame, and that's why he's number one because he's probably the one guy in hip hop that that did the most, that also lost the most. Agreed. I don't think I can't think of nobody who sacrificed most. And as a CEO, you want as someone as your CEO, you want somebody who's willing to sacrifice for you, right? Uh-huh. What man sacrificed more in hip hop than him? Dog, he's supposed to be at the top of every food chain, and you know, fucked up shit happened, whatever. But Dame is definitely at the top of my list for CEOs, like. N- Nobody can beat him for what he did. I
0: agree with that. Yeah. You know, in my mind, I'm surprised, you know, neither one of y'all had Baby number one, you know, considering he gave us, you know, three of the biggest artists of all time. But that makes me want to ask the question, how do you define a CEO's success? You know, is it based off their biggest artist
2: or, you know, the label in totality? So this is why Baby wasn't number one to me, because uh, Baby... And babe, first of all, it's Baby and Slim, right? Let's be clear, right? They brothers, but to me, I feel like they—you can't talk about everything Cash Money did without mentioning the shit that went wrong with it. Whether it was losing Juvie. like they were smart though, they pivoted. They—they they really roll. How about this? If i if you said Slim, Baby, and Wayne, I would have put it number one because they were smart enough to see Little Wayne was the wave, and then went from Cash Money. To YMCMB. They were smart enough to do that. He was, but he also was smart enough when he had Young Thug and, and um, um, Rich Homie Kwan out there moving. He was smart enough to grab them. So for me, that's why I said him. It was like, he, he made his smart moves, but he wasn't out there fighting, in my opinion, for his artists in a way that made people feel like, like when people, people had beef for cash money, I don't think, I, don't, I think more people was on the side of who went at Baby. So when Wayne and Baby was beefing, I, you if it was 10 people yelling, nine of them was yelling, pay Lil Wayne. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's my point, right? When, with, with Dame Dash, I don't think there's nobody. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> it's fucked up. I'm laughing. I don't, I don't mean to laugh. But with Dame Dash, I don't think there's nobody who's like, pay that <laughs> nigga. Man, No, 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 no. I don't think there's nobody that's like, well, he got what he deserved. I think everybody looks at Dame like, damn, he caught a raw deal. I don't think nobody looks at him like this dude got what he deserved except for the people who he was fighting against who hated him. Cause they knew they couldn't move around him. That's why I got to say him. Cause he sacrificed more than anybody else. and lost it literally right on his nose. Like it's like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't even know what happened, but I know that one day he was here, the next day he was gone and you know, The niggas that he built are still here running shit. (laughs) It's bigger than ever. So, do do y'all have a list for
0: top five businessmen? Of course, of course. All right, Shanda, let's see what you got.
1: Okay, so five. Rick Ross. I got four. Fifty Cent. New York shit. Just I'm gonna just. Well, the majority of mine are from New York. (laughs) Now let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right. Rick Ross. Fifty Cent. I'm gonna throw Kanye. Okay. Kanye's so in like there. It. Diddy, number one, New York, Brooklyn nigga, Jay Z.
0: Yeah. All right. We need to break down.
1: Okay. So Rick Ross, MMG CEO, uh franchisee. He's an author. He has created. Not he didn't create Meek Mill, but gave him the opportunity. No, he to, no 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 he did. He
2: he broke Meek Mill. We ain't going to take that from him. He broke Meek. Ross broke Meek. Because
1: I remember seeing Meek perform on a ski trip in Pennsylvania. Ross broke Meek. Okay, cool. So Ross did break Meek. So you had Meek, Wale. uh, And Meek, we got Dream Chases. So he's continuing out um, to build out. And then on top of that, like I said, owning franchises like the nigga sells burgers, chicken wings. Uh, He owns cow he has a car show uh you know what I'm saying <laughs> So like there's so many different facets to the world. <laughs> the world is like oh shit um 50 Cent I mean he went from get rich or die trying and gave us an awesome film flipped that into G unit as a company went on to do a crazy vitamin water deal uh we got power from that nigga and a whole bunch of And then a bunch of baby versions of power that I, I love. So no <laughs> disrespect, I just can't call them all by name. So we got a lot from 50 um going into Kanye, he gave us amazing music. Uh, he started fashion. No, he didn't start fashion, but he took going, it to another level. Yeah, he took it to, he elevated his brand by partnering with fucking Louis Vuitton. Like what how many artists can say they partnered with Louis Vuitton even though it had a short run? Um, he went from there. We got a partnership with Adidas, like Yeezys. Come on. How many kids are killing their mom and dad's pockets for a pair of Yeezys? Mm. Um, STEM player. That's some ground-level shit. Uh, I mean, not groundbreaking, I'm sorry. Groundbreaking shit. Uh, and then he's not afraid to fight for his family. I think, to me, that's important because a lot of artists or businessmen get caught in, it's just about me, but he will publicly go to bat for his family, and I think that that shit's just amazing. Um, unmatched. Diddy, another New Yorker, FYI. Um, it's Diddy, we got Bad Boy and then now it's fucking Siroc Vodka, we have Daily on Tequila, we'll see Diddy on TV, he's back in the scene of music um, you know, with Love Records and I think that he made being a businessman sexy. He made it cool. Mm, that's good. Yeah, he made it that's cool. Um, and Jay-Z, I mean, it's fucking Jay-Z from Marcy to being a billionaire and I think, because I come from Brooklyn and I know how gritty and rough that shit is to actually survive an inner city neighborhood um and still be able to walk through that neighborhood and get the same respect you've done some legendary shit and it doesn't necessarily mean street shit like you fed everyone around you um and allowed their families to grow and i you know dope ass music he also gave us alcohol like the niggas sell weed legally now so from going to having one of his partners go away for 15 years for a weed charge to come out and now be a partner on right. weed, that's crazy. That's fire. Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a tough list right there. What you got?
2: I think our list is very similar. She, she might have cheated. It's actually very similar. I got four out of five. She might have cheated me. My top five businessmen in hip hop in order is number five, DJ Khaled. Number four, Kanye. Number three, 50, Number two, Puff. And number one, Hove. Um, I'm going to break it down to you why I said Khaled. Because I don't think anyone in hip-hop history saw a nigga with the name DJ in front of his name going that far. Very true. Dog, every rapper has been able to monetize. Like, most rappers had the opportunity to monetize themselves. Like, the shit that Ross and 50 and Puff and all I'm doing, Nelly could have done. Um, ja Rule could have done. Name any famous rapper. They could have done it, right? Liquor, movies, everything—they just not, they just probably not interested in doing it that way. But Ross, Ross could have done it. Ross could have, like Ross did it. He was like, you know, he's he's a, he's a celebrity. But you talking about a DJ that's selling more records than all the artists he's got have on records. He's touring with Beyonce. He literally has turned him his character into a, a DJ Barbie doll that has, has all of these other ways of bringing it in income. Like, dog, like, he started with Fat Joe, and Fat Joe brags that he's richer than him. Dog, he's richer than all of the people around him that he started with, he was a fucking DJ. Come on, bro, like, you gotta give it to Khaled for that reason. I would say, I would say, my next one is Kanye. Now, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing about Kanye. Kanye is valued. Donda's val- worth more than all four of the guys on my list put together. Don is worth more than all the other guys on the list, but Kanye is not five to, number one to me because his way of doing business is is in a good way emotional manipulation, right? He knows how to make people care about him and his plight, right? So we're buying into his plight more than we're buying into the actual product, right? We're buying into his fight more than we're buying into the product. So it's more Kanye's approach to business is more mercenary than it is businessman but he's so good at being a creative that he's made that shit work and created value more than anyone else so that's why I didn't put him over the other three guys and then I said 50 because 50 has literally tapped into his character that he's created and stayed there like he has a brand he's built on Get Richard Die Trying, Street Nigga, Bully Nigga, Got Shot, Nigga, Streets. And he's literally turned that from Get Richard Die Trying the album to fucking um, Before I Self Destruct and all this shit, putting all his people on, sneakers, clothes. But here's the only reason why he wasn't top list on my CEOs because none of the people on my CEO list this. their artists. <laughs> Like, <laughs> ah, 50, like, like, like 50, will, 50 will fucking air your ass out if you with him or not. Like, Baby and Slim, Baby and Slim was going through, they was going through a little Wayne, and they was like, That's my son. Mm-hmm. I love my son. We're going to deal with that, how we deal with that. Will we deal with it? 50 Cent is like, What Young Buck said about me? <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> Shit, okay. I'm a, I got this video of this nigga doing one. Like, he is, but, but that all plays into the character he created, where it's like, I'm a bully. Don't fuck with me. 50 Cent is the bear you don't want to poke.
1: Yeah. He'll even go at women.
2: He don't give a fuck. And, yeah. But the character he plays, that's why it works. Because he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about how you, he knows it. I, I heard a rumor that 50 Cent walks into rooms, and when he walks into rooms, he would start meeting himself saying, who, I got rob robber here to get a check. And all the <laughs> white people would be like, ha, 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 50's so crazy. Like, this nigga literally is dissing dudes who were on his team. Like, you got manager dudes out there like, yo, I work for 50, I did this, I did that, man. 50's a great guy, man. Fuck him, I don't like him. <laughs> like, that's, that's like, so, but but here's the thing he's never broke character. That persona, he's never broke character. He's, not tried, he's, not tried, he's never tried to do something that he thought, that he, we thought, he thought that we didn't think he could do. 50 Cent never came to us and tried to do fucking um, Broke Back Mountain because it was a great script. He gonna give you power. He gonna give you motherfucking fucking shows that like BMF. He gonna give you shows that are about the shit he comes from. That's why it works. He's never broken character, so you gotta just put some respect on him. And he's built an incredible empire of liquor, fucking tycoon weekend. He's dog. He just knows how to be the best fit that he can. He's like the true nigga that has leveraged his influence into making it way it did right. Because don't forget, he was signed to two other niggas. He was signed to Eminem Andre, and he still rose up and got what he got. So other one is, so I'm going to go to, now, let's talk about Puff. Puff's an incredible businessman. He sold us everything you could think of, whether it was liquor, <laughs> party lifestyle, anything that, anything that you think, when you think of Puff, I'm surprised they don't got shades because the niggas know for wearing shades by the way if you do a puff just i just want one percent you know let leverage your influence be down but i'm surprised a nigga don't sell shades because he's known wearing for shade known for wearing shades right but if you know puff for being at a party he was everything at a party what do you have music i'm selling that alcohol i'm selling that what the fuck else y'all want water they drink water i'm selling that too oh they gonna put this shit on tv we selling that Oh, what you want? You want somebody to perform? I'm too? Oh, here comes my sons. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm going to sell you something and you're gonna fucking buy it. He had cologne. Y'all smell good in here? Y'all gonna wear my shit. Y'all party in here? Y'all gonna wear Sean John. Mm-hmm. He figured out every way to monetize himself. I think a great businessman is someone who can stand on what he has built himself and his name and find 500 different ways to make income off that shit. Don't forget he was a producer. He wasn't a producer, though. He was just in a room saying, do this. I should have been doing that shit. I just started, but I should have been doing that. (laughs) Don't forget that. He was signing niggas publishing. Nigga, he was. (laughs) How the fuck did you get there from a party promoter? Dog, he wasn't a drug dealer. That had street money and came in. He built this shit for being a party promoter. Like, my nigga, you went from a party promoter. And look, he made party music. I mean, dog, he figured out every way in the world to make money off Puff Daddy's name. I'm pretty sure he sold his likeliness after he dies to some Japanese or Chinese company for a billion dollars. And they can yum with the Puff Daddy name, and he got the money already. Hugh Hefner did. You know, Hugh Hefner sold the Playboy Mansion like 10 years before he died. Yeah. The only deal was that I'm going to live with this motherfucker until I die. Y'all going to have to wait till I die to get it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Puff probably sold his name in the metaverse. Like, dog, he understands. He has a fucking TV channel. He understands how to maximize Puff. That's great business, man. And then the last one is the greatest rapper alive. Greatest rapper of all time. Nigga, nobody can fuck with Hov. Here's the difference between Hov and everybody I could say on this list, honestly speaking, is that Hov made his friends rich. Like, like, like Shayna said, my man got out of jail. Cool. Nigga, Hov is playing in every fucking field. Nigga, he's got... He got rappers signed to him. He managed them. He fucking has an agency of models. He has an agency for sports, football, and basketball. He owned a sports team. Dog, he has figured out ways to get in the room. The best business move he ever did was Mary Beyonce. I mean, let's not talk about, like, nigga, that's a great thing to have on your motherfucking resume. You know, Puff was out here being a playboy, you know, having fun. Ho was like, I'm going to do the right fucking businessman thing. Yeah. Nigga? And he understands. And look at the umbrella. Kanye came from the umbrella. Rihanna came from the umbrella. And the most important thing that makes him a great businessman is that he was smart enough to let the number one CEO on my list lead him till he didn't need him no fucking more. That's a great businessman does. That's what a great businessman does. He shuts the fuck up until he figures out how to get in the room and get what he need. And then once he's ready to strike and make his move, he makes it, and by that time, nobody can stop him. Mm -hmm. That's what makes Jay-Z the number one businessman on my motherfucking list. You can't top Hove, And Kanye got more money than all of them, but hey can't top what Hove built, period.
1: And Jay-Z and Puff have been able to, to leverage more of their influence into education. So Puff has an a all-boys school in Harlem that's, like, legendary. Um, to have a school in the neighborhood where you, you know, grew up in and came from. Um, Jay-Z has a scholarship foundation that his mother runs. You know what I'm saying? Giving back to inner-city kids. So they've, like, quadrupled on their influence.
2: Yeah. That's dope.
0: So both of y'all's lists have a mix, right? There's some artists and there's some execs. So to both of y'all, what do y'all think uh, makes the better CEO, an artist or an exec?
2: I don't think it matters if you're an artist and an exec. I just think being a great CEO means being, number one, very confident in yourself because your job is to put energy into others. So you got to feel very confident in yourself because you're really, if you do right, giving people a bigger voice than you should have. Mm-hmm. That, takes, that takes a confident motherfucker to do that. So it doesn't matter to me whether you're an artist or an exec. It just matters to me that you give a fuck about the people that sign to you. Yeah. To me, that's what my CEO list is based on. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I mean, not who gives a fuck, like, who gives a fuck about you, but, like, who gives a fuck about you? Yeah. If you're from the hood, you understand what that just meant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think, and that goes back to my, like, staying loyal to the vision, right? You could be at, like, Using Yo Gotti, um, he was an artist. Gave us some damn good records, and then he also was able to give us more great artists who who are giving us other great artists. So, I'm, I don't think that you have to just be an executive to be a great CEO. Yeah,
0: for sure, that makes sense. Um, so, staying on the topic, you know, biggest CEOs, top CEOs. Which CEO do you think had the biggest artists of all time? I think oh. Baby
2: and Slim.
1: Yeah, Baby and Slim. Nobody's bigger though. than Drake. Yeah, nobody's
2: bigger than Drake. Nobody.
1: And Drake can cross every genre of music and make every person in the world love him.
2: They're the only two people on this list that had two artists sell a million albums their first week more than once. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that. I'm like, you got, hey, bro, you got to give it to Baby and Slim, bro. They incre- that's incredible, bro. Like, they gave us. And not only that, dog, I was bumping Juvenile in 1998 that's 24 years ago they still here bro come on man you can't fuck with them that's why I said I would have put P higher but P you know he, he got he about at a 10 year mark right now he got another 10 years he got to be there but you got to look at how hard it is to make that kind of run that's a hard motherfucking act to follow maybe a slim edge. yeah
0: so what are some of the you know toughest decisions that a CEO has
2: to make it's all gut decisions to me CEO is all gut it's all gut. Like, it's all like, I'm going to do this because I believe. I'm going to do this because it's the right thing to do. And I'm going to do this because I gave you my word. So to me, I would say gut is the, is the number one thing for a CEO to do. A businessman, they go back on anywhere in a motherfucking heartbeat. I know what I said, but I said that under these conditions. <laughs> conditions have changed, so uh, shit going to change. You know, That's the difference to me. Yeah. To me, by the way.
1: I think a businessman focuses on the overall bottom line. Whereas a CEO, again, going back to that vision, they're gonna go hard. If they trust, they're gonna go hard for it.
2: You goddamn right. Which one are you, Shayna?
1: Hmm, that's interesting. Well I'm not I'm not a CEO No,
2: which one but which one are you characteristic wise? If CEO? you had to be on that list, which one would you wanna be? CEO. That's why I got her, because I wanna be businessman. <laughs> I'm tired of helping y'all niggas. <laughs> I'm tired of helping y'all niggas. I want to be a businessman now. I'm tired of helping y'all niggas. I want to I wanna help y'all, but then I want to go do what I want to do, too. Like, I want to help y'all, but, you know, I'm, I am I want to help my goddamn self now. So, yeah, that's why I got her. That's why she's my CEO, COO. She going to really be the CEO of this shit. I'm turning it over to her because she cares about y'all motherfuckers. And I care, but I care, like, from a distance. She's going to be in the hustle huddle with y'all. So Hands there, up. There it is. Yeah, so
0: I know we touched on you know, some of the qualities or criteria, right? But in your mind, did any of these CEOs really transcend the game? Really, you know, push hip hop forward?
2: Um, that's a good damn question. Did any CEOs transcend the game and put? Let me look at my CEO list. I'm gonna say, first of all, yes, that's why they on the list. Dame Dash is to me everybody's father. Like if you a young nigga trying to start a label, dancing on stage, you're Dame Dash. You know, he Puff was dancing on the side, like in front, like, you know, like his dance moves were a part of your show. You know, Dame was just a nigga in the back, just, you know, moving and grooving and niggas was fuck with him. So I think Dame made you see that you can do this shit from nothing. Cause he told you, nigga, I was nothing. And then I saw these niggas party and I was like, I'm cooler than these niggas. He made you see you could do that. I'm a, I Baby and Slim, them niggas just showed you how to run the race how to fucking, how to survive, fucking the pitfalls, nigga shitting on your name, all the other shit. They survived that shit. Dame didn't survive it like they did. They survived it. Like, they understand how to be quiet. They walk up to the breakfast club, put some respect on my name, nigga. Fuck you, nigga, what's happening? Like, they made you see, I'm going to pull up on your ass, you say some shit about us. Nigga, we going to come see y'all. Y'all playing with my name. So I would say that's what they did. P to me is the re- reiteration of all of those guys. To me, he's like a little dame. Cause you could tell his people love him. He got that baby and slim in him, cause you could tell he about his business. And I see him. Gucci just showed you that an artist can be selfless and still be successful. That's what he showed you. And to me, Yo Gotti is 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 picking up where Gucci left off. Cause Yo Gotti is really like, he could be out there in Miami trying to sign shit. He was smart. He said, I'ma own Memphis. That's my job. I'ma own Memphis, nigga. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's why it works.
1: So I would I would say, like, when I think of a CEO of, of transcending in the game, I think they all have done that in their own respective right. One that sticks out, um, I will say P and Coach, only because they've done it without leaving home. Um, they're doing it here in Atlanta. So that's music. They're giving us sports. They have a, a film division, um, solid foundation management. So they're branching off all under the umbrella home, and then they're also building their own compound here in Atlanta. So it's like we're not running to L.A. We're not running to New York. If you want to do business, you're going to come here, and people are coming.
0: Period. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely, you know, throughout this discussion, we got some, you know, heavy hitters on this list. Um, but I wanted to know, you know, where does Master P fit on y'all's list, right? Because he's, you know, most famously known for for doing it independent. Hmm. I,
1: for Master P for me is a... Was a great CEO also a good businessman? I mean, the nigga owned a gas station. Uh, You know what I'm saying? So it's not too many black men who can say they owned a gas station. Um, I just feel like uh, he just didn't stay relevant. I just will be honest. That's my opinion. He didn't stay relevant. Um, There's nothing relevant I could point to now that Master P is a part of. And every CEO that we name has relevancy now. Um, Like we could look back on Dame's influence and see the people he's influenced are still relevant. I don't see that on the No Limit side.
2: Um, P played the volume game. And he's act- the game P played is actually the game that labels are playing right now. Like, Master P dropped an album every week. Every week he had an album. So, Shaka coming this week. Master P is the reason why we knew albums came out on Tuesday. Because you were the source of awards and he would tell you it would be eight pages sip the shock of this day, see murder this day, skull doughery this day, Mia X this day. He he played the volume game. He had in house producers, in house everything. So he played the volume game, but he didn't play the taste game. And I think that that's what hurt him in the long run. He played the volume game, not the taste game. Meaning Master P never gave us nothing, he never gave us a piece of art. That we felt like we could put in a motherfucking hip hop Smithsonian. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could listen, I could look at everybody on my list, whether, all right, for my, for my CEOs, I'm like, Dame Dash gave us Hove and Ye, right? Motherfucking Baby and Slim gave us Drake, Wayne, Nikki, Juvie. You see what I'm saying? P gave us the Migos, Baby, City Girls. It's taste shit. It's, it's more quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at it like like, he played the quantity game. He just gave you all you can get. And I think that it burnt out quick than everyone else because he treated it like it was a hustle, not like it was art. I never seen Master P put, I never seen Master P go out there and say, man, this shit I'm doing is dope. He always made you see this shit I'm doing is feed my family. This shit I'm doing is for my family. This shit I'm doing is to make sure his family good. By the way, that's, that, that's why he should have been on the businessman list. Because he's a great businessman. But I never felt like, like, Skullduggery was a security guard he made a fucking thing. Like, it was like, he was like, oh, y'all yeah, yeah, want more movies. Cool. <laughs> shit. It's a scene from I Got the Hookup. No, it's a scene from I'm About It that literally is the same exact scene from Scarface. No, it's a, with the like, P is in the shower and, and like, fuck you. I'm telling you, like, he gave us quantity. Nothing wrong with that. But my CEO list, I feel like they were more Mastro's fucking Capital Grill. And I feel like Master P, what he did was more fucking McDonald's. Like, I'm going to give it to you quick. Mind you, they make, the same, they make the same amount of money. It's just a different in the business model. So that's why I don't think people give him the credit that he deserves as a businessman, CEO of, in hip hop history. He never pivoted. The only time he pivoted was with Romeo, and that was his son. He never really pivoted to like, OK, what's move, What's the next wave coming? When he, when he got to the point of the next wave, he was talking at them. Y'all need to learn how to get money. He, wasn't, he was telling them how to be smart. He became the educator. He wasn't telling them like, like, like yo, such and such is dope as fuck. If you should put, you know what I mean? So that's why I would say that. He should, he would definitely be if I had my top 10 businessmen list, Master P would be on that for sure.
1: Yeah. Did he my, also did he also play in the NBA?
2: He uh, did everything. Yeah. yeah. Quantity motherfucker. That dude yeah. was doing He yeah. was like, I got three year run. I'm gonna make this <laughs> yeah, motherfucker run.
0: <laughs> so we talked about some of you know the situations right with with CEOs and the artists and, and sometimes losing artists. Why do you think CEOs lose artists? Is it on the CEO? Is it that the artists have, you know, grown and want to blossom and do their own thing? What do you think?
2: Infiltrators. Infiltrators. The music business is the only business where somebody, I can sign you, JR, and give you $20,000 that you needed, that you were like, I'm going to change my life for this shit. And then three years later, now that you're a millionaire, you like, man, that nigga ain't give me shit for $20,000. What the fuck is that?
1: Really? 120, Somebody yeah. told
2: him that. That 20000 got you through it all, bro. You got to respect that first 20000 because if it wasn't for that 20000 you wouldn't have got to that $20 million. But we don't respect that 20000 once we get to a million. I still respect it and gave me my first check. Shout out to D-Dot Angeletti. I love you, nigga. You changed my motherfucking life. I will love you forever, nigga. You changed my life. That 37500 you put in my pocket, I ain't look back since. Love him. I, but I'm, a, I'm not an artist. I'm not going to turn on nobody. So I think infiltrators do that.
1: Yeah, and I think artists artists are emotional, um, weak-willed. So if you're desperate, you're going to do whatever makes you look. Uh, No, let me take that back. If you're desperate, you're going to operate out of desperation, right? So it's always, if I don't get my way, fuck that nigga. That's how artists move. You become the bad guy once you don't give them a yes to everything.
0: Mm.
2: And that's why she's the CEO of all this shit.
0: (laughs) So that brings me back to the question of, you know, the toughest decisions, right, that CEOs might have to make. You know, we talked about Gucci, you know, having the awareness to let artists go, you know, when he saw the time. So, um, you know, do you think there's a point in time where CEOs could let their artists go to grow and become bigger or people want to hoard that as it?
2: It happens. Shout out to Top Dog for allowing for not allowing Kendrick, but like staying close with Kendrick. And when it was when he wanted to leave, he stood next to him and did a simultaneous release saying we support him and his shit. It ain't no beef. I think bro, growth is good, man. Sometimes, you know, hey, bro, your, your artists, if you're a CEO, your artists are like your kids. And if you really love them, when it's time for them to go buy their own goddamn house, you're going to support it. You know, some people are smart and find a way to buy a neighborhood and then they give you a house in a neighborhood, you know, but some people are like, nah, go buy your own house. I like your house. So I love what they did with Kendrick. Shout out to them.
0: What you got? Any thoughts?
1: Say the question one more time.
0: Uh, you know, in terms of like the toughest decisions, right? That CEOs have to make. Um, you know, is there a point where you feel like you know CEOs should be willing to let the artists go and grow and you know become their own thing, or is it more of like you know I got you to where you are, like you my?
1: No, I think you should let them grow um, because you've you've helped you've created one the passion for them to want to do something else for themselves, right? So why would you hoard their progress and success? You know what I mean? So, but be, because it's funny, there's some on this list that have done that. Right. That, that's why they aren't good CEOs, because they were more so like, I'm going to hold on to you. Financially, I'm gonna fuck you over. And that's coming out of ego. Right. Yeah. Because they're based on the bottom line. So it's like you owe me this and you're going to give me this shit.
2: Yeah, that's business, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs>
0: will right, well, appreciate both of y'all. You know, it's been a great show. Um, a lot of gems in here. Um, but thank both of y'all.
2: Let's get it, man. Till next
0: time.
1: Well, wait, before we cut, I'm sorry. Let's throw another CEO on the list, right? The, the the gentleman sitting two seats over. Oh wow. This guy right here, he's the yeah. CEO of radar. Yep. 17 years in on management on the same fucking client. Mad number ones in the last 60 to 90 days. Uh, has more releases coming. He started a new agency that I've partnered with him on, LYI agency, where we help artists, content creators, brands leverage their impact to grow products themselves and everything and we're doing that here in Atlanta he's a New Yorker but he grew up here in Atlanta from so the he's, side, college park. he's putting he's putting Atlanta on the map um and we have in a physical office studio content space literally here in Buckhead
2: and now y'all see why she's the CEO because if you've ever listened <laughs> to the podcast I've never talked about what I do ever that's why I love her because she goes hard let's get it <laughs> yeah.